This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. Welcome to the All Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Chan, intuitive life purpose coach and founder of Being My Purpose. I had a successful career, an Ivy League education, and led a very rational life. Several years ago, I had a spiritual awakening, developed psychic gifts, and decided to dedicate my life to pursue my purpose and empower others. I'm hungry to learn even more about the incredible potential of the human mind and spirit. On this podcast, I talk to entrepreneurs, executives, scientists, and leaders to hear their stories of transformation, the science behind them, and what it means for you to unlock your potential in your life and career. Together, let's embark on a discovery of all possibilities. Possibilities. Thank you so much for joining us because you are in for a special treat because we have two guests today. In the room with me is Lorendi Roos. She is a strategic advisor and the founder of Roos Consulting. And she has her daughter with her. Her name is Lindsay Call, who is the founder of Lindsay's Soul Readings. Lorendi and Lindsay, it is so great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having us, Julie. It's really a pleasure to be with you. And Lizzie says, I also want to thank you, Julie. It's such a miracle that we're able to be together. I'm so, so happy that both of you are here. A note to our listeners. So... Um, a little things are a little different today. One is that Lindsay is actually deaf, and so her mom, Lorendi, will be interpreting for her, and she will be speaking as uh, Lindsay signs for us. And Lindsay says, I just am so grateful to be here with you, Julie, and I am so grateful that you've taken an opportunity to build such an amazing podcast to help people everywhere to be able to understand and connect to their possibilities. Beautiful. So beautifully said. Thank you. So let's start off with you, Lorendi. Uh, When I first met you, I was actually contemplating starting my business and I um, had some doubts in terms of Um, In my view, kind of combining the rational mind, which I had been very used to being with for um, the career that I had developed in economic development, and then combining something that was relatively new to me, which was this spiritual intuition that only came about maybe, you know, several years ago. So when I first met you, um, I was intrigued by what you do and actually how you combine both spiritual intuition and the strategic business advice that you give to clients. So let's start off by having you share with us how this all got started and what motivated you to combine the two. Thank you, Julie. Well, first, I just want to say that I am so grateful, as Lindsay also expressed, that you are one of the many, 
what I call light workers who are really taking on this responsibility because it is a responsibility that we have when we have an awakening such as you've experienced and such as I've experienced and Lindsay has experienced to take that and to share it and to gather other light workers. So the way it started for me, Julie, was really at a very young age, I began to have what I would call mystical experiences where I would either sense, feel, or I would actually have what I guess would be called lucid dreams where I would realize that I didn't just end up on this planet, that there was something much deeper and bigger and that I had a mission to fulfill. But as Many of us who had that learning early on, what happens is we become desensitized over time as we learn from our parents, teachers who have only our best intentions at heart, but began to what I call uh, domesticate us, right, towards the physical, um, temporal, very kind of literal material world that we live in. And so as with many people uh, like ourselves, I ended up in corporate America And I would say, though, that I never really completely let go of the spiritual core of who I am and that I, unbeknownst to many people that I would have meetings with, would always check in with my inner guides or check in with my higher self, I like to call it, when I would go into meetings. And then I left corporate America and went through some personal transitions, which again layered on another level of domestication. And it wasn't until, um, quite honestly, probably about nine years ago that I decided to continue my awakening and journey and not just continue my awakening journey, but to help others find their journey. And I would just say it's been a process and it's a process that's still unfolding Although there were some specific events that added to it, it really has been a process-oriented and journey-based awakening and experience. When you work with your clients, do you find that they come to you um, kind kind of attracted to you because of your business and spiritual expertise, whether or not they know they're getting um, spiritual guidance um, through their business? Or do you find that, and this is probably not an either-or question, um, or do you find that people actually start opening up spiritually even though they might have just gone to you first for business advice? Well, it's been my experience, and I think more so recently since I've really kind of come out of the closet as a spiritual advisor that those that I'm meant to stand in service of and those that I'm meant to work with and I'll do my best work with either have a strong spiritual journey of their own that we can join together on and I can help them step into that in a more powerful way or people who may not realize that they're looking for some type of spiritual alignment or maybe there was a question kind of in the back of their head that maybe they were thinking of it. And it just so happens that we ended up in one another's kind of vortex, as it were. So I really believe that there are those that we're meant to serve and stand in service of and that we'll do really good work with and that mutual, it'll be a mutually beneficial relationship and others not so much. And the longer I do this work and the more bold I am about really speaking to that I believe spiritual alignment is really important that those are the kind of people that are coming to me 
and were able to do really amazing work together as a result. I also agree that spiritual alignment, especially through um, who you are as a person and your own purpose, and then through the business in some way, channeling it through that is is just so powerful. Right. So I am glad you're doing that work. Um, so can you walk us through what what it's like to be a client of yours? Like, does it start out with someone saying, you know, hi, can you help me with marketing or customer acquisition or, um, you know, X, Y, Z, like very, I, I would assume like technical terms. And then um, what do you do? Like, do you use your intuition as you are providing advice or um, uh, like, what does that look like? Right. So either people are referred to me because someone they know knows me. And usually there's a specific pain point, either this is just an example. It can be many things, but maybe one example is I used to have a lot of customers. The phone was ringing. It's not ringing anymore. Or it could be uh, I'm very fulfilled in my work, but my wife isn't happy because I'm working way too many hours. And so this business that I built so that I could enjoy my family is taking over. And so I don't have the time to spend with my family. And so they'll um, have heard about me or we'll have a conversation around that. I do have a very practical, tactical, methodical process that I, evaluation that I give to people that shows us all of the different areas of the business, whether it's marketing, lead acquisition, sales conversations, branding, conversion. So it's a very, it's a, it's a software program that we can ask questions and it will give us kind of a roadmap. But the fun begins once we've kind of put that into the computer and the roadmap comes out. The beautiful thing is that the roadmap really does become almost a spiritual guide because I really believe that our spirit is our life and there is, we're all integrated. I studied with Tony Robbins and he used to tell us there is no such thing as work-life balance. There's just life and it's a matter of uh, integrating. So through that process, now I have a roadmap. Are we looking for more customers? Do we have enough customers, but we're looking for quality of life? So now we look, need to look at scale. And then as we start to dig a little deeper during the conversation, something will come up where their exploration of their spirituality or the lack of exploration is usually what comes up, or maybe they're afraid to come out of the closet with that, that there's kind of a yearning within them but they don't know how to embrace it. Do I need to throw out the spirituality I had and bring in something completely new? Uh, what I have found, Julie, is that the foundation or the roots of where we were don't need to be thrown out. Maybe it just needs to have our own alignment around it. So I work with Jewish people, people who study Buddhism, people who are agnostic, people who are atheistic. It doesn't matter. But whatever it is, we're able to work with them on their terms and in language that feels good to them to help them really step in and, and fully kind of spiritual actualize, as, a, as it were. So is what you're saying that, that they may come to you with business problems or issues or pain points, but that the solution or how they can approach that in the most effective way 
has something also to do with their spirituality. Right. right. Absolutely. Their, their soul purpose, their life mission. I like to call it their center, right? Lindsay often talks about, she compares it to the core in the earth, right? Lindsay talks about that the earth has a core and that core, even though we can't see it, uh, does have an impact on what happens on the external of the core, right? Gravity and so forth. And she often talks about that that's what it is within us, that there's a core within us that knows what's in our best interest. And if we can get connected to that and aligned with that and learn how to listen to that, what I call inner wisdom agent, our lives will be easier. It'll be more flow, more self-directed, right? If that makes sense. I just have to share, I just had um, a mystical experience as we're sitting here talking right now, that uh, you and I've been in this kind of situation before. And in that situation is where I came up with the concept of being in the river of life and the flow of life, right? So imagine a water, a bank, a channel of water, and on the bank are people standing on the bank wanting to get into the river. There's people in the river that are in these canoes and the people in the canoes are talking to the people from the bank saying, you know, come on in, get into the river of life. And slowly some people do make their way. Some of the people from the bank never get in, but when we, well, those who are willing to get in are in flow and that's what alignment does right that's what that's what alignment means that what that's what being in flow means where we're listening and we have guidance and we're able to receive answers for ourselves then those answers can flow into our lives our relationships and our businesses so thank you for reminding me of the truth that we already learned together some time ago <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're all, we're, we're all, I think we're all operating in a way that can, can be, um, kind of separated from a whole other past and mm -hmm. whole other future maybe. And, right. and for messages to come through like that, it almost, um, it almost just disrupts our very human view of time and right. reality that living in the present i one of the things that i have found really powerful for my own life and powerful for people that we work with and i think Lindsay talks about this very often when she's doing spiritual readings for people or soul readings is that you've already faced something like this before so whatever however big that mountain looks that you're facing right now you you have it within you because somehow some way either in another lifetime or in this lifetime in a different way, you've already climbed that mountain. So you don't need to be afraid of it. And probably what you need to do is actually release a lot of the responsibility that you think you have to have, take some of the rocks out of your backpack, so to speak, and just walk in a lighter way, maybe join hands with another person. But that mountain, you've already climbed it before. You've already been here before. You can do it again. Hmm. Which then makes me ask, why would we have to face the mountain again unless we're learning maybe another aspect of a of like a soul level lesson 
it's like why why do I maybe this is the little you know, like whiny kid <laughs> as a child be like why do I have to do this again if I've already done it before right that might be a great question to ask Lindsay like um so Lindsay why if I've already learned this lesson or I've already been here why do I have to do it again like what's the point why then Lindsay's just saying well it's been my experience that we have really short memories It's like we're little kids who forget, and so we have to learn the lessons over and over again. It's not that we don't know it, but we just forget. And, you know, then as we grow, it's almost like becoming a spiritual adult that hopefully we remember more. And then our purpose of our life and our mission makes more sense. Right. I believe that, you know, Lindsay and I are both students of A Course in Miracles, which is one of a thousand different practices that any of us could bring into our lives to help us in this awakening journey, as I would call it. And in Course in Miracles, it talks about that the only purpose for our learning or to face those mountains is to remove any barriers to our true connection to the love and light that we are, because love and light is where we came from. So there are some uh, pop psychology or certain thing, certain ways of being or mental constructs that talk about, well, just set it aside, just put it out of your mind. And what I love about Course in Miracles is it says, no, take the coin out of your pocket and look at the coin because there's two sides to it. And when we're really able to look at any pain that we have, either emotionally, physically, spiritually, and really just say, what is this for? And then surrender and allow spirit to guide us and show us, we really come out really so powerfully, so enriched, and we're able to make a difference not only in our lives, but those that we're in relationship with. Really powerful stuff. So for those of us who... Um, love what they're hearing and think like this is like a roadmap for how I can get to that level of awakening that maybe they are looking to have and yet may not be um, may may still have a very strong rational analytical skeptical voice that that is asking you know why why should I get into that canoe? <laughs> right. And what what would I need to do to even take the first step into the river? What would you say to them? Hmm. So I would say, and I think Lindsay would agree with me, that you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You wouldn't be speaking or listening or reading any of the work that Julie and Lindsay and I are involved with, if you weren't ready. And I'm going to be really bold and say that's just been my experience. What's the first step? A little willingness, a little willingness to potentially see something a different way. And with that little willingness, I can't say whether it's going to be Course in Miracles, whether it's going to be studying the Tao, whether it's going to be studying Buddhism. It could be studying Catholicism. It could be connecting more deeply to Kabbalah. Everyone has their own deep connection, but just your willingness, I can assure you, you will find the path 
that's right for you. And you may be exposed to several different types of teachers. And when you find the right teacher, that teacher will come from a place of walking alongside you, not from a hierarchical place or a place of I'm smarter than you, I have more wisdom, but will be willing to put their arms around you and you'll walk together and learn together. And when you find that and you find the wisdom that resonates within you, you'll know you're on the right path. I love that. I love walking, the concept of walking together with people. And, um, and that has been something that I've, I have been committed to. And I've been finding that I am very turned off by people who who come at it from the hierarchical angle, like this is the only way, or this is the best way, or, um, you know, these are all the rules and regulations having to do with this particular way. And um, so hearing you say it in that way is really beautiful. Right. I think that's one of the reasons that people connect really well with Lindsay. So even though Lindsay's deaf, almost all um, of her clients, right, she's been doing her work for about a year and a half and has only ever worked with one deaf person. One of the things that I think attract people to Lindsay is that there is this sense of no break in communication. She's not better than me. She doesn't know something I don't know. But in her very gentle way, she's able to actually help people see that, in fact, you do know the answer. The answer's in you. And I know it is because I connected with your soul. I connected with your spirit. And we were able to find that answer within you. And the only reason I know it meaning Lindsay, the only reason Lindsay knows it is because you knew it first. And that's when we know that we really are on the right path because the wisdom is within you. The guru is you, right? And Lindsay is just saying, I really try to tell people that they can listen with their own ears. They can find their own voice. They can find their own mother voice, right? So it's really powerful, powerful that way. Find you, your own mother voice. <laughs> That's a new one. I've never, I've never heard you say that before, Lindsay. That's really a great way to say it. <laughs> Find your own mother's voice, right? We talk about in Course in Miracles that there's these special relationships that we have that sometimes make us happy. Some special relationships make us sad. They're really also two sides of the same coin. And what's one of the first special relationships we have are the relationships with our mom. And we can love our mom, or we can be really upset and mad at our mom, right? But we can find our own mother's voice. That's really powerful. Thank you, Lindsay. Oh, you're welcome, she says. It's interesting. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into a little more about Lindsay's background and how, um, how she came about doing these soul readings. I don't think you want to miss this. We'll be right back. Do you have a story or a comment you'd like to share? I'd love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. You can also connect with me directly at my own website, beingmypurpose.com. 
Greetings, Mouth Media Network listener. My name is Davin Riley, and I'm willing to bet you like music. And even if my assumption is wrong, I still think you should come and check out our show, The Music Lover Podcast, where we sit down with entrepreneurs, pioneers, artists, and the unsung heroes of the music industry. Together, we'll uncover the insider perspectives on some of your favorite companies and artists as we analyze music business trends through a technological lens. Find us at the Music Lover Podcast. But remember, that's Music Lover without the vowels. M-S-C-L-V-R. Yes, we're that cool. And since you're cool too, we should be friends. The Music Lover Podcast. We'll see you there. back with all possibilities. I am here with Lorendi Roos and her daughter, Lindsay Call. Just a reminder to our audience that Lindsay is deaf and her mom, Lorendi, will be interpreting for her. So you'll hear um, Lorendi's voice, but that this is Lindsay speaking. All right, so let's dive into Lindsay's spiritual journey. So this is... Um, you know, we've already talked with uh, Lorendi, your mom, about about her journey. And so I'm curious, being her daughter and maybe growing up, um, maybe with with spiritual intuition is already part of your family. Like what what was that journey like? What were those kind of um, milestones or moments that you really remember that has made an impact in your life? Well, Lindsay is saying that, you know, I always knew from the time I was a young girl, that I was very spiritually connected. And from the time I was a very young girl, I wanted to learn more about the spiritual world. And I really did learn most of that from my family. My family, um, we have, we're a very loving family. We are very, a, a very connected family. And we do come from a long line of spiritual intuitives. Uh, and most of my brothers and sisters do have some type of strong spiritual connection. We always felt it, if we, even if we didn't really understand it from a young age. So as I grew up and I grew into being a young woman, and I kind of learned how to connect to spirit in my own way, I did it a lot through what people, I guess, would say prayer. I would learn through praying to God, and I would feel a spiritual connection. And I would also begin to have memories of things that I was working on. I would have these really incredible blessings. People have often said, I'm lucky. Things just happened to me. I just had this deep spiritual connection, and I just felt very connected to things outside of me. Now, what I want you to know is that spirit wants to connect with all of us. So one way or another, he's going to, spirit is going to lead us to this connection in our life. So we don't have to worry that if this is something we desire, if the fact that you're even considering it means you're already on the journey. I know that people have many different ways of receiving information or um, feeling that spiritual connection and 
Um, what was interesting for me is that since high school, I have had visual impairments that, that with hindsight, I think helped me to kind of draw inward more. And, and I was already very introverted. So I was already very much in my mind anyway, but that having something happen to one of my senses, um, if anything opened up a new way of seeing, um, and, and perhaps during that time, maybe it started opening up, uh, more of a, uh, more of a feeling of surrender (laughs) that I can't control everything or every aspect of my life and, um, allowed me to, I think probably get stronger in my own sense of self and intuition. So I am curious to know how how you receive information and and maybe you feel it, maybe you see it, like how maybe it's all of the senses or all of the intuitive senses and has that changed over time? Yes, I understand the question. Well, the first time that I really uh, began to understand was actually people would uh, just be brought into my life and they would have questions and I would be able to see things. It was like I was be able to see visions or see things for them. Sometimes um, I would see blurry things. So if they would ask me things, I would see blurriness around them, which let me know that they needed help. They weren't seeing things clearly. And also, you know, maybe they were having a hard time making decisions for themselves. So very often I'll see things or maybe I'll feel things in my body that will give me clues of what's going on for them. And then all of a sudden, sometimes ideas will just come in. I'll have thoughts that then I'm able to connect with. And when that happens, miracles occur because then I'm able to give them information that maybe they already knew, but they just hadn't completely connected to. And also sometimes I'll feel different emotions. And, um, and so I'm able to breathe, breathe through that and help them breathe through those emotions. Sometimes they'll have blocked emotions. So also I do, I'm an empath, so I do feel things very deeply. And so I'm able through that to be able to connect and to be able to help people uh, make better decisions for themselves because I'm able um, in some ways almost like kind of be in their shoes, so to speak. It's kind of like, like when people come to me and they're feeling a lot of fear, I can feel that fear because it's not something that I really connect with. I don't live in a space of fear, so when people come and I'm and there's fear, I can feel that right away. Also though, um if they're feeling happy. So, and I think it's interesting, Julie, this is Lorendi speaking on behalf of Lindsay that very often Lindsay won't see her clients, right? Very often Lindsay, you may be speaking with someone through the phone and then I'll be interpreting. So you don't even need to see them, but it shows the power of our spiritual connection that 
where that we are really all connected, that Lindsay doesn't even need to be able to see someone to be able to know and connect with their soul and what's going on for them. So, and also she's saying that I also see, she sees colors. Lindsay's saying that I see colors sometimes that give me clues about what's maybe going on or what someone may be struggling with. Also, sometimes I'll see um, working on relationships, different colors that may show up that shows me that there may be relationship problems that need to be dealt with. So I often um, am brought a lot of people who have family things that they're struggling with too. And so we do a lot of healing for families as well as business. Were you ever resistant to your own kind of spiritual intuition or this gift and or or maybe not as trusting in it because that's definitely something that I've dealt with (laughs) so I'm curious to know what um what that was like for you no I've I've never had doubts about that um it's just that there was a time of waiting in my life before my gift could really come out. So I never doubted it. Because I've always known that the answers are within. And so really, it's a matter of helping people find that answer within. So it's not about me anyway. So if you have a question, um, the answer is within you. So it's really I just get to be a guide to help you. It's a great marriage, really, between the two of us when we're able to do this work together and everything that comes up. It's like it's like birthing a child together, really, when we join that way. It's interesting that you say that because I feel I feel like you've grown up with with Lorendi, who who has a specific view of the world and, and that intuition is a big part of it. And that there may be, you know, many other people, including many of our listeners who maybe didn't have that kind of upbringing where if anything, it was, it was frowned upon or even, you know, people might say like, you're talking to the devil or, or, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't dabble in these things. And, and so it becomes more of a, um, it becomes more of a, um, sometimes a coming out of the closet process, which, um, which Lorenda, you talked about. And I want to also, you know, draw that out as well, because it is almost like, like, this is, this is your world and, and you accept it. And for some people they, they haven't yet. So what, what is the, dynamic like and especially this is like the going into more of the fact that this is a mother-daughter relationship and and really like a way that you've brought um Lindsay up and um and for people who may may not yet embrace it fully what um what would you say to them or or you know, what do you think has to happen for them to, to really embrace it? And and I'm speaking from a place of, of, for most of my life, I didn't think this was possible. And a lot of the, the people I work with also see it that way. 
Um, but but there is that soul like that, that is present in everyone who knows it's possible and they may feel it on an emotional level, but their rational mind might not get it. So I'm curious to know what how that's all played out um, in your own life. Lindsay's saying, well, I know that um, a lot of people wonder about this work. I know that a lot of people are confused about it. Is it even possible or is it impossible for us? I understand that. I get that. And, but always remember that um, the work, Julie, that we're led to do is really, we only have to find those people who are really ready to be led. You know, I don't need to convince you and it's not your job to convince others it's just that when we find those people who are curious and ready to do this work, we're here to help them. So I don't worry about, you know, giving people hard examples. I don't even care if people aren't ready. I'm only here to serve the people that are focused and open to the work. And this whole thing about evil or bad, like we're, I just say, come on. Just erase that from your mind where love, where light and where love and light is, it's impossible for evil to sit. We have angels. We have guardian angels. We have people who protect us. So I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just saying this work that we're doing is all about lifting people up. And all I know is when people meet me, initially, they've been having a hard time and they've been down. And when they're done, they're lifted up and their lives are changed. That's all I need to know. Beautiful. I like how incredibly focused you are. And like, these are the people that I want to help and, um, and that they are ready. Yeah, I think it's, you know, Julie, uh, a woman reached out to us this week who has been a client of Lindsay's. Lindsay's done two or three um, spiritual guiding sessions for her over time. And she has a man that she really wants to connect Lindsay with. Um, but the man's not ready. And the woman was experiencing a little bit of, you know, difficulty around that and worry. And Lindsay just said, don't worry. The right time is the right time. And we don't have to physically meet him. We don't necessarily even need to talk to him. Our spirits can join with his, our souls can join with his and just bless him on his journey. So the right time is the right time. And Lindsay's saying, you know, I also understand focus. I, when I thought I was going to be a math teacher, I love math and that's what I went to school for. And then when I started losing focus around that, I was a little confused what's going on. And I had a decision to make. And what I was guided to is that this can be my life's work, that I don't have to be a math teacher. I can be a teacher of a different sort. And I get that this is kind of a special business. People might term it that way. But I just feel like that, and I don't even feel like a businesswoman, and I don't feel like a special person. I just feel really honored to walk with people. Let's jump to a break. And when we come back, we will dive a little deeper into their amazing mother, daughter, and um, business collaborator relationship that we see here in front of us. We'll be right back.
If you're a business decision maker, you should listen to this. The show you're listening to is produced by Mouth Media Network, a podcasting network focused on the business of lifestyle. Because of our team's background and deep connections with brands, influencers, and ecosystems, we offer a tremendous opportunity to bring your company's message and products in front of decision makers from several verticals, including fashion, beauty, travel, materials and textiles, health and fitness, and lifestyle. Reach out to the Mouth Media team now at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Let's explore how we can collaborate and make Mouth Media Network a meaningful resource to share your message and grow your business. Again, that's podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. And we're back with Lorendi and Lindsay. So earlier you had talked about, you know, you have Lorendi, your um, own business consulting company, and that Lindsay also sees your clients uh, when it comes to maybe they're interested in having a soul reading or spiritual reading for themselves. And you had also mentioned that when when Lindsay's doing her readings for people, that you're also there um, interpreting as well. So can you talk more about this really interesting dynamic that you have both as mother-daughter and also um, spiritual advisor and um, business collaborators. Right. It's interesting, Julie. Uh, Lindsay is one of 10 children that I raised. And I often actually say that the 10 children raised me rather than the other way around. Uh, and I have a really unique and special relationship with each of them in a different way. And Lindsay and I, through design, I guess, but we didn't realize it was design. We're going to be working very intimately together in this spiritual um, aspect of my business. And then also as Lindsay developed her own business that she would need my help. And I originally thought that she would need my help as I help everyone grow their business as a coach. And what it really turned into is that she needed my help joining my spirit with hers, my soul with hers to help her business grow that way. And then also I do interpret for her. So I have this really amazing gift to be able to sit in and listen and interpret as she does these readings. The interesting thing is that I'm always in a little bit of a push-pull because I do run a pretty successful coaching and consulting practice. And at the same time, the work that Lindsay does is so inspiring. And in order for her business to grow, something ultimately does have to give. And so Lindsay and I are actually in a little bit of a situation now where we're exploring and taking to our guides, where do we take this next? Do we sew a little bit more into Lindsay's and, and maybe mine takes maybe a little bit of a backseat or is there a way to do them both together hand in hand? So we're really in a state of exploration right now to figure this out for ourselves. I would think it would be easy and you tell me if I'm wrong to, for, for both of you to connect and then just download the answers. What, what does that process look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question, right? Why don't we just go to the inner guides that we're helping others connect with? And, you know, the truth is we do. Lindsay will very often, we'll just sit together and contemplate. And the reason Lindsay's doing as much work as she is, is because the answer that we got was that we didn't need to stress over it, that the work would gently come and the path would gently be shown to us. 
the fact that we're sitting here together today, this is really kind of our first coming out in a bigger way to the world. People who know us, people who are introduced to us know that we do this work. But this is a big step for us too. And we really believe probably the first of many type situations. I wrote a book. Lindsay's in the process of writing a book. And we believe that that will also be a great platform for us to launch from to uh, share this message and to help others who are ready for their own awakening to begin the process. We're just humbled and honored, really, to be able to um, sit where we sit and uh, get to wake up every day to do the work that we do. It's really humbling and such an honor and such a blessing. Well, that was beautifully said. And normally we would just end right there because it was just a, a um, just that right moment, you know, when that moment happens, but I do have one more question. And it was what you had said before about how you and Lindsay were joining, uh, your spirits together. And I wanted to know what that meant and what you see happening from that. And, and actually as you're doing this, you're, you're both holding hands. So, so, so that's my final question. Yeah. So we referenced, Julie, that we're students of Course in Miracles. And in Course in Miracles, it says that bodies can't join, only spirits can join. And our spirits, our souls, however you want to, whatever your terminology is for that, that's our only ability to join. And we get glimpses of that when we're in a love relationship or we see someone, we see our lover across the way and our eyes connect. Really what we're feeling is that joining of our spirits, that connection of our spirits, what we felt here today. And so I think for us, we're just going to keep doing that. And we're just going to keep, whether Lindsay and I are in the same room, we're going to keep joining together and letting spirit guide us. And as we do that, the beautiful thing for us is we'll meet more people who will teach us and show us, and it'll be a great learning experience for all of us together. Well, thank you both Lorendi and Lindsay for sharing your gifts with us and with your uh, vision for how you will really make a difference in the world. So, so how can our guests get in touch with you or find out more about your work and also, this is an opportunity for you to share what is important to you. Maybe it's a cause that's, you know, completely unrelated to what we were just talking about um, or some final words of wisdom that you'd like to share. Sure. So the easiest way to reach Lindsay or I is probably to find us on Facebook. It's a pretty easy medium to find us. And you can look up Lindsay, Lindsay Call, or she has a Facebook page, Lindsay's Soul Readings. And you can send a message through there. You can also find me on Facebook, either Lorendi Roos or Lorendi Roos Strategic Advisors. You can find me on there. And of course, we're, we try to be really responsive. And the cause that we're dedicated to is just bringing peace to the earth. Uh, one of the things that I really believe in is that when we heal physically, we heal spiritually. And we heal spiritually, we heal physically. So Lindsay and I are always finding opportunities to serve, finding foundations, organizations where physical healing, physical hunger is addressed. So anything you can do, we don't have a specific place to tell you to go, but whatever your heart's leading you to, so into, and we'll all heal together. We will all go home together. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope that you have gotten some really amazing insights into this mother-daughter relationship and all the different ways that you can combine your own spirituality with your business. And until next time, be on the lookout for all possibilities. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Possible Show. Episodes are available on iTunes, Google Play, and our website, allpossibilitiesshow.com. This show is produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. No portion of the show may be distributed or published without the expressed written permission of the producers. Thank you for joining us. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.